As the originator of aftermarket performance exhaust systems, Borla Performance products are unique in three ways. They are made from exotic materials such as stainless steel, titanium, and carbon fiber. They come with a warranty that outlasts a vehicle's life, and their muffler design allows for a bolt-on and easy fit. For more than three decades, hundreds of other exhaust suppliers have attempted to copy our winning formula, but haven't come close. Borla Performance remains the world leader in upgrades and performance exhaust system. Borla Performance, leader in performance exhaust systems and induction. This is Unique Radio. Follow us on social media at We Unique Radio. That's We Unique Radio. Welcome everybody back to Unique Radio here with Will Castro, Jimmy, Medina, and Ricky. And we are doing big things today. We got a great guest today. It's going to be Julio from MC Customs. My man is a detailed designer. He is also an entrepreneur. And it's been a great week. A lot of stuff going on this week. I'm like everywhere. How's you the are sh- everywhere. How's the shop move going? The shop move is doing great. I don't have a desk yet, but we are getting that together. Right now, my desk is the work table in the shop. <laughs> Damn. And it's hot as hell in there. Yeah, oh, I is. can imagine. It is hot, man. I'm definitely uncomfortable with that. So, you know, I basically, uh, I'm running around. It's <laughs> hot. The humidity has been crazy in New York. But I, I'll tell you one thing. I felt like I was home yesterday because the humidity in Texas was nuts. Yeah, not just that, but speaking of Julio... And uh, the shop down in Miami, Miami, if you've lived down there in South Florida, I mean, that's like the litmus test for if you can take the heat because it gets humid. It, I remember there were times when I'd be going out to the club and you'd walk out of the apartment and you would want to go back in and take a shower because you'd just be, I mean, it's like so immediately palpable. Drenched. Yeah, like yeah. you can like, cut it with a knife. No, that's why you got to be picked up in a phantom or a wraith. <laughs> like well, Julio not all does. of us have those luxuries. Like Julio, he, pulls up, you know, he comes out of the hotel or his apartment. Driver's right there. Open the door. Get in. It's like about 60 degrees in that car. You just sweat up, and then you jump out, and you go into the lobby. Oh, and then man. they also have monsoon season, which it rains like every other five minutes. And yes. you could see the clouds, and that's just gross. Yeah. It'll it'll rain for like 15 minutes, like torrential downpour. Right. Yes. And Floods. then it'll the, the sun will come out like some biblical movie. Just be like, oh. And, and then it <laughs> rains in another 15 minutes. So it, it's just crazy weather down there. A it tropical is. climate. Every every day it rains, I think, for like an hour. Yeah. And it's like almost like a set time on the clock that uh, God wants it to pour. Yeah, yeah. seriously. You know, make it, making it, it rain. On the dot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he does. He's pretty cl- I mean, within the hour or two, it's, it's around that same time. But... You know, Julio is, uh, he's a definitely a, a, he's an inspiring designer in this business. Uh, he's got, he's been featured on a lot of covers, which is a great accomplishment to him. Um, so I'm looking forward to hearing what he has to say and, you know, what kind of input and, and his advice to these young guys that are getting in the business and how he's able to sustain a lot of the demand that he has because he's growing. His business is growing dr- tremendously. Yeah. You gotta wait till you hear what this guy's got. To from say. I I've, can't wait. From what I've seen, it's like it's feast or famine in this business. It's like you either get off on the right foot, you make more friends than enemies, and you work together, and it either flourishes quickly or next thing you know, you're you're having to basically claim bankruptcy. There's no in between. You really have to make sure that you take care of business. No pun intended. Otherwise, you can turn around and everything that you've worked hard for is gone. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So, uh, how was your week, Medina? It was nice. You know, I had a few days off, but Ooh. I was very busy in those days off as if I did not have off because I was still working and doing a bunch of stuff. So, it was, that's All what it is. was productive? It was extremely productive. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Money never sleeps. <laughs> I'm sorry. I had to whip out the Gordon Gecko line, <laughs> nice. you know? Greed is good. Money movies. never sleeps. Yeah. I love that movie. 
What the Wolf of Wall Street? No, 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 the, just Wall Street. Wall or Street, and then was the Gordon Gecko? Oh, yeah. Boiling, Wall Street, Boiling Room. That, that, that's uh, no Wall oh, Street. Oh, Gecko. Uh, sorry, sorry, Sheen, wrong right? one. Charlie Sheen. Charlie, Charlie Sheen. Michael Douglas. Daryl Hannah. Yes, Michael yeah. Douglas. Good movie. That's Good a classic, movie. classic film. Yeah, this this week's been nice. For the the one dark spot was uh, Chester Bennington of Lincoln Park passing away. That was like that was sad. that's crazy. That's it just catches sad. you off guard. It just shows you how how precious life is because it happened on the. Uh, one year anniversary. Birthday. It was his birthday because he just passed away like in two May, months ago. Yeah, I think yeah. Yeah, I have no concept of time, but it's crazy. Like it just goes to show you that you can have someone who's got such a successful music career. Lincoln Park was just about to embark on another world tour, right? With their brand new album. With their brand new album. Yeah. And it's just sometimes you get people who just they. They could have everything in, in our eyes, but then at the same time have nothing at all. You know, it's a reality yeah. check. Yeah. yeah it, obviously, the, he wasn't happy with something. Um, it's sad. Rest in peace. My prayers go out to his family uh, and his kids. But on a brighter note, just came back from uh, Texas and walking down uh, my sister down the aisle. Oh, how was that? Oh, uh, it was great. Um, just in the beginning, I started the journey at uh, 6 o'clock in the morning. Went to the airport because I had a 9 o'clock flight. I, I like to get there two hours before. I don't like to be doing the running around and stuff like that. So get there. Got to the gate around 8. All right. And um, they said, your flight is delayed. Four hours. Damn. Wow. Oh. So I was like, hold up. I got to walk uh, my sister down the aisle at 5. That's a little tricky. So I was like, well, you know, it's coming in around 12. You should be there by 3.30. I was like, all right, cool. So we went to the, uh, the club, the Delta Club there. Hung out, just stood, just, just nothing you could do. It is what it is. <laughs> so eleven fifteen comes. Now the buttons are starting to bother me. Ooh. So I'm like, it's eleven fifteen. Let me go up there and see what's going on. So I go to the thing and I said, listen, can you explain to me if you take me off this flight, can I go back to that flight? No, they they're already overbooked. So that means they would cancel that flight. So what they want you to do is because I got a good deal on my flight from three months ago. They wanted me to cancel out that flight for they could resell it for top more money. Oh. That's a, it's, a, it's a business at the end of the day. So she was making me confused. She was trying to confuse me. She was doing like some and you were maneuvers. Keep, but you and were I'm keep, listening. You were I'm keeping keep, your cool. Um, at 11.15, I was definitely keeping my cool. But then I had to tell her, um, you're confusing me. And I have to be somewhere for a wedding. So you got to be a little bit more clear with me. And she was a little bit more frustrated. She was a little frustrated. So I'm like, Ugh. so now if you're frustrated, I'm already frustrated now because it's already 11.15. I was already landed already. I know how that goes. Mm -hmm. So I said, no, leave me on my original flight. I'll, I'll take my chances. This comes back to haunt me. Oh, oh boy. I knew that was coming. Right. Well, first off, when I go to the club, I do a walkthrough first. I want to see what's in the buffet, what's there, because... For that, I'll just go to a restaurant because mm -hmm. sometimes the the club is not is not really elaborate. Anything special? Yeah. See if they like, get some mimosas. Cheese and yeah, crackers. sometimes they charge you for that. Mm -hmm. So so I I went up there. She got me confused. I said, okay, no problem. I wound up getting on the flight. We wound up leaving at twelve forty five. Landed in around four o'clock. Had to run to men's warehouse, get my suit, jump in a car. Got there ten minutes before the walkthrough. No rehearsal, no nothing. Wow. Just made it. I said, I need a drink. 
no drinks, not even a water. I'm like, come on, you got to be kidding me. I said, so I, so I sent uh, Bobby to go get a little nice thing of Tito's with, nice. some, with some tonic. Nice. And that got the mood right. So <laughs> so we did the walk there. Everything happened. We got there. Get back to the airport last yesterday afternoon to come back. My brother's good. They don't see my flight. I'm like, what do you mean you don't see my flight? <laughs> it, somebody canceled it. I said, what do you mean? I didn't cancel my flight. Here it is right here. This is my, this is my thing. I said, he goes, uh-oh. Listen, there's no uh-ohs. Yeah. <laughs> uh-oh for you, yeah. not for me. I said, he, so he goes, I got to call my suppressor. I think, do, yeah. do what you got to do. I was very calm. You have See, to. I, it's, like, it's like you're disarming Because I already bomb. knew this was coming back to haunt me because I was not happy at 1130 the day before because they had me four-hour delay. <laughs> so I'm like, let me be cool. But I wasn't like nasty. I was just concerned on making sure I make uh, my sister's wedding. So I was like, oh, somebody canceled my flight. I didn't cancel it. So I don't. So to me, this is my eternity. I need my seat. He goes, let me call my superior. So the guy comes like, oh, you on that show, right? I said, yeah. He goes, oh, man, you must have pissed somebody off. I said, did you piss anybody? I said, I didn't piss anybody <laughs> off. I said, you know what? <laughs> I think I know who I had a conversation. I know who I had a little, uh, actually, a debate with. He goes, ah, oh, somebody put something on there. I said, man, I Damn. know you guys got notes. I know there's notes in the comments. So he was like, ah, oh, somebody must have took you off that flight. I said, uh, but we're going to get, you know, we found it. I said, oh, okay, no problem. Good stuff. I appreciate that. And that was it. See, so wow. your bags, your bags can't go to Tokyo if you keep it up. You right. know what I'm saying? Like, hey, I'm going to Atlanta. Nah, your bag went to Tokyo. Oh, if, I, I, I don't trust. They don't lose their job. But trust this me. is the thing I was just going to say. Like, isn't that kind of an unethical practice on? Yes, it is. But it happens. It happens. Yeah, it happens yeah, it in any business. So, but I wasn't like, what was really weird was I wasn't like um, hostile about it or nothing. I just was like very concerned that right. I've been here for three and a half hours and you're confusing me. With and the what, options. You're giving me bad options, basically. I didn't think she was giving me really good options because she said you can cancel this flight and reissue you a new flight, but I can't guarantee that that's going to leave on time neither. So that was a bad, like, I was like, well, why would I want to do that then? Why would that even be an option? That's what I'm yeah. saying. Like, no, then if the other plane is already coming in from Grand Rapids, whatever, right? And it's supposed to leave at twelve twenty three. Why you want to put me on a twelve? It just wasn't making sense to yeah, me. Yeah, it's putting. It's like right. planting things in your brain. So now you're second guessing yourself. And I just picture Will with like you know when you go to like the baseball games and they have like the decibel meter. It's like the the pissed off meter, and it's just with Will. I was getting, going honestly back. at eleven thirty. I, I, that's when I told my sisters, uh, my, my my brother in law. I said, now nah, I'm starting to get a little nervous if I'm going to make it there because I'm still in New York at eleven thirty. Yeah, and I got to be there by. Four to get fitted. Yeah, that's sketchy. I was like, wow. I mean, like, this is really tough. And I don't even know what the traffic's like in Dallas. Big shout to Delta. I don't know who the other lady was. She came over. She saw that I was confused and helped me through this situation and said, wow. listen, you're going to be fine. That plane is coming in. She goes, relax. Go, go to the gate in 15. Go have another drink. Take it easy. You're going to be fine. You'll make your sister's wedding. Mm -hmm. She goes, you'll be fine. So the the help there was great. The other one just was a little bit. The other concierge, whatever right. she does, she was just confusing, and she was starting to like well, that's basically it. have me second like second guess myself. And I'm like, nah, we're gonna stay with the original flight that I paid for. We're not gonna get off that flight. But when I got on my return, 
some yeah. magical reason my flight wasn't there. And I knew there was going to be a little hiccup. That's why I went two and a half hours early to, to the airport because I knew there might be some little slip-ups. I don't right. want. I don't like to be doing that last-minute shit. <laughs> How did they know you were on a TV show? Did she recognize you? Was that something that no, was no, brought up in the it conversation? Was a, it was a dude. No, it was a guy that was in Dallas. and was like, oh, man, I recognize you. And then he was looking at my name, and he looked at me. He's like, oh, Got okay, it. cool. He goes, damn, did you piss anybody off? I was like, nah, not me. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, but not me. You know what I get out of that story is the fact that, you know, sometimes when you're the person dealing with a customer or whatever the case may be, it was interesting that the other person that was next to her realized that Will looked confused. The girl that he was dealing with didn't realize it because she was in, like, she was the one who was well, in the situation. In the moment, sometimes you can't. It's right. kind of like, for example, when you're listening to a certain song all the time and then someone else listens to it like, yo, oh my God, did you hear that lyric? And you're like, wait, what lyric? It right. Almost kind of like you, mm-hmm. you miss something in a movie that you watch all the time. Right. When you're in that moment, it's hard to decipher something else other than when someone's looking in from the outside. And yeah. patience is, is, is a virtue. Like with these with these airlines, when you my, my, my dad works in the airline industry and he always told me, he's like, don't lose your cool. No, you can't. You can't because you get certain people that they they hate their jobs. And it just isn't in the airline industry. It's in general. And they could be having a bad day and they're just dealing with disgruntled people. Right. So, yeah. yeah, all day. So if you come along and you're relaxed and cool, they'll accommodate you. And they may not make yeah. it easy. They may give you a little bit yeah. of attitude or shade. They'll but use all their power. I'm the person yeah. that doesn't get hostile at an airport because you get arrested real quick. Well, easily. Yep. Right. So you just got to be real cool. No, but you got to be real cool. You got to be real cool and collective. And she was just very confusing. But I got to tell you this. On my flight back, right, the attendant was amazing. The service that Delta gave us was amazing. Like, so you know, they made sure they went out of their way they made to make sure I was, I was happy. They had me a little blanket. Got a hot they towel. Me, they, I didn't get the hot towel. I got a nice pillow. <laughs> A blanket. I thought they were like. I think they were giving me a hint, like, "Yo, here's a pillow, here's a blanket. Go to sleep. Don't yeah. bother." Us. <laughs> but, <laughs> so that, smart that move. But you know what else it is too? Just a little side note. I'm one of those people too at an airport. Like you know when there's weather delays, I'm like, why do people get all up and I'm against like, the weather delay. Exactly. Yeah. Don't you want to be safe? And not only that, it's I'd like, rather be safe. Yeah. But it's yeah. a wedding, so that, that was a little. That was sure. what. The, if it was like, oh, I gotta be. You know, meetings, you just text them and say, hey, listen, I'm going to be late. I think the minister wasn't trying to be late. 100%. <laughs> exactly. But at the same time, if there's, I mean, there's only so many planes you could put on the on the sky highways. So right. there's still, in that sense, nothing you could do. And, mo- and, more, yeah. and more importantly, though, not only does a minister not want to be late, but it's your sister's wedding. It's not like you were just attending, you know, like a, a friend's wedding. Or a or colleague. No, I was walking. Yeah, her, I was walking, giving her away. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, like giving her she hand She was away. in the loop with all this. So she knew that you were at the airport early and all that stuff. Obviously. No, she was not. Yeah, she was not having any phone by her because she was, you know, she right. was already frantic mode, already. Yeah. So my 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 brother-in-law was the one that was in contact with me. Got it. And he was like, so her husband. Yes. Right. Oh, okay. Yes. So so he knew, and I said, yo, don't worry, I'm not gonna, you know, like I try to keep him calm that I was. Uh, he's like, where are you at though? I was like, I'm in New York. Right? We're talking like, on the phone. It's 11:30, and you're in New York. <laughs> I said, don't worry, I'll be there. You know what I'm saying? Don't worry. Will drops and, down like a parachute. Yeah. <laughs> yo, <laughs> yeah. I don't know how I did it. I took a shower, put the suit on, and it, it, like a, nothing ever, you know. And then like I was it. exhausted. I needed toothpicks to keep my eyes open. I was like, it was a great wedding. Uh, congratulations to my sister and my new brother-in-law, uh, Mr. and Mrs. Mr. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I don't, don't want to mess it up. Mr. and Mrs. Mr. 
That's his name. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah. yeah. Mr. Mister. Yeah, cool yeah. That's that? yeah. Isn't that like an that's 80s, like an 80s band? rock band? Yeah. 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 So awesome. big shout out to them. It was a great wedding. Uh, we had a great time. Make sure you stay tuned in and locked in because we got a great guest coming up. His name is Julio from MC Customs. Lock in. This segment of Unique Radio is powered by the legendary brands of Harmon International, including JBL, AKG, and Soundcraft. Connected car, connected services, lifestyle audio, or professional solutions, the brands of Harmon International have you covered. Visit them on the web at harmon.com. H-A-R-M-A-N.com. So check it out, everybody. We got a special guest. I was telling you about this guy. The guy is down there in Miami doing his thing. And trust me, he is the man. Okay? Welcome, Julio from MC Custom Chassis. When I went down to Miami, right, I had this guy, a good friend of mine, that worked at Julio's shop. And it goes back all the way from New York. And he said, yo, well, this dude is doing it. I was like, who's that? I'm like, get out of here. Seriously? He's like, yeah, this guy's doing all the ball players. He does the rappers down here. I'm like, nah, no way. He's like, yo, well, trust me. He's getting it down here. Trust me. And it was Al. And I was like, get out of here. Really? So I'm like, come on. He goes, you know, you got to come by here. So I went by Julio's shop. It's not a shop. He has the block. <laughs> the whole block? No, 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 no. You don't understand. No, you don't understand. Like, yeah. It just, like, it's. <laughs> no, no, it's I told you, let me take you to my, let me take you to that lineman building. Yo, let me tell you, and this is just recent. Like, I was just down there, like, about, I don't know, eight months ago. Not even recent, like, like maybe six months ago. And Julio just keeps on expanding. He was like, yeah, you know what? Yeah. I think I'm going to get that other piece of the block because I need to get the whole street. <laughs> and I'm like. We're closing off. Hey, we're closing on Friday for the lot right next to us. So look at <laughs> that. We're ready wow. for another building That's crazy. in a couple of years. Careful. They're going to have to start renaming the street after you real soon. It's going to so, be MC. Uh, no, man. <laughs> so we're I, not there yet, bro. You know? No. He, it and, is and what the, it is. We, we, we can try. And he's out there working it. He's traveling. He's a lot younger than me. He's got a lot more energy, obviously. He's, st- he's staying fit. Got a great family. But I'm going to Julio, I want you to tell everybody how this whole brand of MC Custom started from, you know, from your family. Like, you know, it's, it looks like, yeah. you know, tell me how this all started down in Miami and what made you get into it and stuff. Well, you know, we've been around since 93, so, you know, it's a lot of years under the belt. Um, that's 24 years now. So we started originally was Miami Chaffee. We spoke about that earlier where that's what the, the word MC comes from in our in our uh, MC Customs brand and name. Miami Chaffee was the original shop we had. It started back with my brothers and my pops. Um, it was an alignment shop. We did, uh, you know, like problem wheel alignments, all these guys back in the days. I don't know if you guys remember the Honda Accords back in the 80s and, you know, 90s. They were they used to slam them to the ground. Yes. You guys remember those days? Yes, Accords. Sir. Oh, yeah. And the Acuras and the Toyotas. It was like the, the hype. Everybody used to slam the car, and, and there was no way to align them. So, you know, we were the only shop in town to be able to align these cars. We used to call it the camera correction. <laughs> and, um, I mean, they would just line up. You'd see cars and cars and cars, on, especially on Saturdays. Kids would drive down from, like, Orlando, Tampa. That's so, crazy. you know, our name really got out there quick in, in the car world, especially in the custom car world, you know, like the tuner world. Mm-hmm. Right. That's what it was back back in the days, the tuner world. 
and little by little we went you know we we evolutionized into a body shop you know we started seeing people coming in with you know crashes and you know and asking you know can you guys help us can you guys you know fix this can you know, so we, we saw, you know, we saw a break in that, and my brother came up with the idea of, of opening up, you know, adding to the building a, a body shop, paint booth, a frame machine, and, you know, it just, it, it started growing from there. I, I was young, you know, I didn't, I, I wasn't really, I would work at the shop, you know, off and on, off and on, but back in 95, my pops passed away, and, you know, it was That's a family nice. business, but it really hadn't, you know, hadn't blown up yet. It was just, you know, it was starting to take off. My dad owned a grocery store, so, you know, he, he was, like, thinking about making a move of getting rid of the grocery store and, and you know, going full-fledged into the shop. And right when he was trying to make that decision, he passed away. Um, wow. He had a, it was a malpractice. We, it wasn't unexpected, you know. He mm. already had buyers for the market. Like, everything was lined up. And, you know, it, it just, you know, circumstances of life, this happened, and, you know, we stayed stuck with the body shop and the market. We ended up selling the market, and, you know, and I went straight to work at the body shop with my brothers and you know I was studying working doing both you know splitting my day in half studying at night working during the day but I started realizing you know that the, the shop had a lot of potential you know we used to have a lot of other custom shops you know in town bring us work like paint can you paint these wheels for me can you smoke these lights for me can you paint this body kit and install it so you know it start that business started to grow you know in Miami and, you know, we saw that opportunity. We took advantage of it. I, I saw it, and I definitely jumped on it. You know, I, I started getting insurance companies to come into the shop, get, you know, we had a big contract with State Farm Insurance. I'm sure you guys know State Farm Insurance. Yes, State Farm Insurance. You know, we had a contract with them. You know, we started getting all direct repair from them, and then, you know, it started branching off from there. And eventually we opened up, you know, the custom shop. And, you know, we started doing body kits and doing everything, you know, and, and with time, you know, I mean, Will, you didn't know me back then. That was with the whole canoe era, you know. We, you know we what year was earlier, that? What year did you start the custom shop? Because I remember. 2004. Wow. So you've been starting. So you was doing that. Years and ago. That's a, that's You've been in for a yeah. minute then. Because but we weren't big. You know, we were just, you know, we were big when the Dub Show were coming to town. You know, remember the Dub Show would, would oh, travel a lot back in the days? Yes. And, yeah. you know, and, and they came into town one time and they, you know, they, uh, they, you know, we got, you know, we started getting out there because they started seeing our work. And, you know, dub circulates, you know, all over the place. Nah, dub so, is know, like. Little by little. You know how this is, bro. Hey, dub you is like Source Magazine. You get, yo, you get, huh? your, you get your work in Dub Magazine. That's like doing something like on Source or Double XL. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's a big, that's a big accomplishment. And let's yeah. talk about that. I mean, you know, you've been on Dub Magazine multiple times and i think you i think you just like broke a record or something you just like you just got like double cover in one year or something like that yeah that was dope that was last year i built a, wow. a robbie a, a wide body um g-wagon and then i had another one of my guys i built him like a sick off-road ford pickup truck i remember and we that did it in like a map pro yellow with the whole suspension it was dope wow and dub you know they saw these two trucks and they figured you know what we do a double you know you know how they have those double covers yep where you got Front one cover back. on one yeah. side and one cover on the other side well, you killed it with that they, you know they, <laughs> they blessed us with that and it was dope you know it was nah really dope. big shout to dub and magazine we just got, we just got a, a feature this month again um, for uh, Alexis LX570, we built the wide body. See, we just got featured. And you're not playing fair, Julio. You're not playing body. fair. You're not playing fair because I'm gonna be honest. Uh, <laughs> I got, I gotta tell you, I, I saw that when you, and, and I'm like, yo, is this an old cover? Like, is this an? I mean, because Julio's on every cover. I mean, he's 
he's doing it. Like, I, I'm going to be honest. You got so many. I mean, how many covers have you gotten with, with Dub? I mean, because that's a big so accomplishment. I think we got like eight. Eight already. And I have, remember Rides Magazine back in the days? Oh, yeah. come on. We're going to shout everybody Rides out. Rides. Source and Double XL. Hold on. Yeah. Yes. Source, Double XL. Yeah. I mean. Yeah, they're on the same I mean, brand. So yeah. I got a couple of uh, covers on Rides, too. Nah, Rides, Celebrity days, Car. Not in circulation anymore. Yeah, Very I mean, nice. I mean, have you? Do you still uh, go out and get them placked up and put them on the wall? Like I, I mean, yeah, I, yeah, of course. Of, and the yeah, banners, a, hey, like you, you I remember you had the banner wheel <laughs> hanging at the top. Yeah, I used to have the. Yeah, right? I used to go wild. Wow, I, I just hung those back up. Yeah, we just yeah, <laughs> we had to put <laughs> a lot of banners up. Yeah. We got the throwback. We got the yeah. throwback lane. Nah, you gotta leave those up. Hell yeah, all the time, man. You can't forget where you came from. Okay? Nah, nah, we can't. It's just like you know. I'm just saying we have more wall space now, so we had a, a spot we could put them all. Yeah, I mean, we yeah. had the hanger. You know what I'm saying? Listen, to me. We had we had that rest in peace of the <laughs> rest in peace of the hanger. <laughs> but you know, it, it it did its thing. What I needed to do for a couple years, but you know, we got a nice little shop now. We happy, so we got some wall space. But I want to talk about this guy's flavor and his style of Miami. Is so ahead of the curve. What do you think it is about Miami that stands out? Specifically, is there something about the Miami scene, or what? What is it that you could decipher that you could say, yeah, that's the Miami style versus New York versus Cali versus Texas versus like other areas, even just in New everybody. You, you know, Miami's a melting pot. You got a little bit of everything. You got Latins. You know, you have. You know, it's just it's a different vibe. You know, and us Latins, you know, we're a little bit flamboyant with our style. So, you know, we like the, you know, <laughs> yes. the, the cool colors and, you know, it's it's, it's a different vibe. The, the thing with Miami, though, is that you see a little bit of everything. You know, like, it's not just Miami style because a lot of the Cali style, you know, gets, you know, gets circulated out here. A lot of the New York style people, you know, the the, the matte blacks, you see that everywhere. And, matte, you know, like colors, cars when they're all blacked out, that's not really a Miami style. So, you know, the good thing about Miami, I think, is that, that you got people from L.A., you got people from New York, all the main cities, you know, and, and they all bring their cars down here. People from Toronto. Toronto's got a huge, you know, car scene as well. But the Miami style definitely is different from all the other ones because of, the I think, the crazy colors. You know, people out here, the way they dress, kind of like they carry that onto their car as well sometimes. I don't know if you've seen that. But it, it happens a lot, you know. So you would say that that's yeah. like one of the the bigger things that kind of separates Miami is the color palettes that a lot of people tend to use on their cars. Yeah, definitely. You know, and and not only that, like even with you know the interiors and you know people out here, they they use they love driving the car with the top down. So interiors out here, like very, you know, a lot of people don't care about the interior of the car; they just want something black. I hear everybody's looking for, you know, the different patterns, you know, so when you drop the top or when you open the door so that this matches with that, it, it's, you know, it's style. It's, it's, it's just style. Everything in Miami is style. You know, it, it's got it's got a tad bit of everything you see, but to another, you know, extreme. It's been out here, you know, you know, you know how Miami is. Yes, I do. It's a great, it's a great city for cars. I definitely enjoy being out there. Julio, speaking of, you know, matching cars to what you wear. You know, for the for those of you who don't know Julio, you got to look him up on social media. But this has to be one of the most well dressed shop owners I've ever seen. <laughs> you see, in, you can see I feel with my guys. Let me tell you something. Let me, yeah, let me, I, me, I love that. Everybody gets with that. Yo, this guy is to the nines. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, yo. Oh no, nah, I, I kill them all the time. I want to get these kicks and these kicks. <laughs> 
<laughs> so hold on, hold on. Like, no. I don't know if I'm a car designer or a fashion. Yeah, fashion you, yo, let me tell you something. You killed me, right? I come out to see Julio. First off, my man's got like 18 Colts, right? Mm. He's walking me around 30 cars in the shop. No bullshit. Right. 30 cars. He's walking me around. We already went through that whole tour already. Well, let me show you the wheel alignment shop. Let me show you down the block. I'm right. like, nah, we're going to stay right here. Right. And we had to walk around a shop that was 30 cars in there. And he's taking 18 folk. Hold up, Will. Hold up. And I'm like, man, this is a young Will right here. Like, this is a young. Like, I'm looking at him. I'm like, damn, I remember this shit. You're getting flashbacks. I was like, damn, I'm getting yeah. I'm getting hives in my arms. <laughs> and I'm like, yo. It's tough. Yeah, so I'm like, Even yo. Even right now, we're doing this, cap, this, this podcast, and, I, and I'm, I'm looking at my phone because I'm getting. <laughs> I believe yeah. you. Yeah. Early today. All the games, all the MLB games were early. So everybody now is like, they ain't got nothing to do. So they start hitting me up about what they're going to do and when they're going to send their car and when we're going to do this and what wheels and send me pictures. <laughs> it's crazy, bro. But you know what? It, that's, You're blessed. That's, that's the key, though. You're blessed. It's the key, though, like when you answer that phone call because – in, in, as a business owner, if you're not attentive to your clients at all times, they can they can just go somewhere else. You know, they don't. You know, a lot of these guys aren't going to wait for you to answer their call or return their call tomorrow or 30 minutes to return a text message. You know, they don't they don't understand that. You know, yeah, you guys have to answer guys, the you know, phone. They're celebrities, and and you got to take care of them at that moment. You know, that's just the way. And when you spoil them like that, then that becomes the way the relationship is forever. So they already know that when they pick up the phone and call Julio, Julio's going to answer, no matter what time. No, Julio, and, so hold on. You but get you, you for that. But Julio, you got over hundreds and hundreds of clients. How do you do that? Because I yeah. know I, you, my, my... Well, you know, they don't all call at the same time. You know, everybody's shit. not going to call at the same time. <laughs> you you never... Hold on, hold on, hold on. You never had lunch before? Like, yo, you're going to get lunch, and then everybody calls at the time of lunch. Yeah, or uh, yeah. you have a specialty but, client that you're going to have come in, and then all of a sudden... Like five vendors coming at the same time. Like, yo, why do you have to come now? Nah, bro? but <laughs> the, the clients got to take priority, bro. The vendors, you, you know, Always. you know how we got to work this business. The vendors got to understand, you know. Always, clients you know, come we, first. This, this, is, this is the guy that pays the bills. We got to take care of him, and then we, then we'll take care of the vendors. And, you know, it, it, it's it's it, you know it, that's just the way it works. You I know? want like the, the the listeners to know how much work goes into this, and I I, th I need you to express that, like you know. You probably answer phone calls all sorts of times of the hour. I got two phones. And then also I handle my social media. I take care of our, of our Instagram account, hmm. which is important because, you know, that's what gets out there. All our, all our baseball clients, all our celebrities, you know, I take care of my own ordering my wheels, designing my wheels. You know how I am with the wheels, too. That's something that we talked about earlier that, you know, why I use specific companies because I'm allowed to give them ideas and and you know and influence the design of the wheels you know these are all things that, that become part of of what we do yeah and the more we do the more we know the more we can provide for our clients so julio what what wheels do you are you currently using and that you like the direction that they're going and they're listening to you as well as far there, as the design there's i mean will to be honest with you there's a lot of great companies out there you know ac you know ac from forjado he's, he's got a great brand he's yes, always he up. does AC's always up on the newest stuff, you know, which, and I respect that about him. You know, he's a, he's a great guy. You know, Velano Wheels, I pushed them for a long time. They were really good to me. Uh, ADV1, I'm doing a lot of stuff now with the guys from MHT, Rotiform. There's a lot of dope stuff out there, but, I mean, the company that I stick with the most right now is AG. You, you know that. You're AG very loyal to me. Yeah. You know, it's a long relationship. 
they, you know, they help, they allow me to have influence and everything, you know, having my own stuff when I want something specific. They, they give me that. Like the same thing we were talking about earlier, they cater to me like I cater to my clients. And when I do business with people, I like everybody to be like I am. You know, if, if, I'm, if I'm attentive to my guys, anybody who does business with me has to be, to be attentive to me because that way, you know, I nev- there's never a loophole. There's never a situation where I can't provide for my guy because this guy's not providing for me. See, you know? I, I'm the same way, and I think that I take that in everything that I do and everything that I do. As far as like, yo, if you go to like a, a restaurant, I expect the same service I give my clients. I, and I'm sure yep. that you are the same way. Like if you pay, if you're paying for service and you go to a nice restaurant, you want to be taken care of the right way. Just yeah. like how I take no, my, no my clients, my clients do not accept anything but the best. Like they want, they want to be, you have to reply to them. They want to know what's going on. And same thing goes in, in life. That's just the way it is. I mean, if you want to be successful. No, you set a standard. Yeah. You, you set a standard for your clients, and, and, they, they, and you know, you spoil them. They become, you know, a way with you that they're already used to that, that kind of service. And, you know, that, that, that right there is, you know, very important because that allows you to keep your clients for a long time. When they're used to a certain way and nobody else can provide them that service and that attention and that quality, those guys are loyal to you forever. Because they, they could try somebody else, but if they don't get that same exact, you know, feeling that you gave them, the excitement of when they got their car delivered or how you keep them, you know, informed constantly about what's going on with the car and send them pictures on a daily. I'm painting this today. I'm assembling this today. Look, your wheels are going into car. Your wheels are going into paint. You keep them, you know, like motivated with the car as you build it. And they get used to that. And if they go somewhere else and they don't provide them that service, bro, they come right back to you. They might cheat on you once, but they're not going to cheat on you twice if you did a good job. What do you find the most difficult part of owning a business specifically within the automotive world? Do you, would you say that that is the most difficult aspect, is constantly keeping your clients satisfied? That is when you deal with, when you deal with, with celebrities and stuff like that. Um, that. The thing that I find the most difficult is time management. For projects and how that works hand in hand with quality because some sometimes you know people get things done quick and you know and your clients are happy oh wow you, you did you know you did the job in a week but then when you see the car and it doesn't look right it doesn't look good then you know you jeopardize your quality for for time just to deliver the car you know on time so you know, to manage a business, it's a balance. There's a bunch of different little aspects that you have to control, and, and especially in the automotive industry because this is, you know, there's a lot of qualities involved. You know, you take your car to a show and people look at it or you pull up, for example, in the parking lot of the stadium and you got, you know, 30 guys making, you know, X amount of money a year driving fancy cars all decked out and, you know, they're going to park one car next to the other and they're going to look and they're going to be like, look at this guy, those wheels, you know, they, they look... You know, they don't look right. You know, it doesn't, the car doesn't match this. You know, they start nitpicking your car. So if you, as the customizer of that car, don't provide the right quality, the right design, you know, people will tear you apart. That's very important, and a lot of people don't realize that. Like you said, these guys all make a lot of money, so when they pull up in the stadium, you better believe that if, if your job isn't as good and you rushed it to get it on time. Yeah. But the, the, the question is, is how do you deal with, because, you know, 
a lot of these customers are used to a certain turnaround time. How do you manage their expectations as far as how, you know, the time that they're thinking it's going to be done and what's the realistic, the realistic expectation of the job to actually be done think, and done right? I think, I think that the formula, especially for me, that I've, that I've learned and that I've been able to accomplish, it don't, I'm not, don't get me wrong, there's times that I fall behind. I got two big projects that I'm working on right now that, that are way, way behind. But if you see the detail in the projects, you know, as a matter of fact, the guy was just hitting me up. I sent him pictures today of, of you know, where, where we're at right now. We're almost done. And I send him pictures, and he, you know, he, he's joking with me. He's like, yeah, you keep sending pictures, but when are you going to send me my, my van? And, I, and I'm like, they I all sound the back. same, don't they? Yeah. <laughs> you know exactly why. Yeah, the pictures, they, don't, they only do so much. After like a week or two, they're like, <laughs> they're like I want great. the vehicle. Yeah, but, was, yeah, but you know what saved me is that for the All-Star break, he was here. Oh, you walked them around. Yeah, you had him come down to the shop and say, yeah, well, let's and go walk around. That's the extra rub, rub of know, the back. He, now he <laughs> could joke with me about why you're taking long, but it's like I told him, I was like, you know very well why I'm taking long because what I'm building you, you never expected. Exactly. And if I would have built yep. you something quick and simple and, and, and you would have already been using it, then you would have been just like everybody else that owns a Sprinter. And you get this mm -hmm. one, you're going to realize why it took long. And everybody who gets in here is going to appreciate what we did for you. And at the end of the day, he started laughing. He was like, you know, he, what, what are you going to tell me? If I'm doing something for you that you know is, is you know, out of this mind, uh, out of this world. It's like a house. If they're building you a house that's just sick and, you, you know, that they tell you a year, but they take two. But when you go and you see the way things are coming together, the way it's looking like mm -hmm. it, it supersedes your expectation, you don't, you know, it doesn't bother you anymore because you know you're going to get something that, that is just it's ridiculous. When, when people see it or, or walk in the house, just like if they walk into this guy's van, they're going to be like, what is this? It's you know? true. What Julio was basically saying was when there's a car in the parking lot and there's another car in the parking lot, like it's not it's not so much that it's shop against shop, it's basically car against car, mono against mono. So basically yeah. what he's saying is that yo, when you pull a car into a, a parking lot in a stadium, an arena, your shit better be hard. It better be on point. If it's not Players are going to let you know, or right. athletes are going to let yep. you know, or a customer is going to let you know, like, yo, man, you just shitted on me because my man just showed me X, Y, Z. They're going to be yep. very quick with that shit. These guys, bro, believe it or not, these guys snap pictures of cars on Instagram, and they send them to each other, and they're like, look at this. This is sick. Or look at this. Who did this garbage? That happens. Wow. Right. That's how big. The car world is big. You know, like everybody, you know, you, you look at, at, at people. What are they like? Fancy jets, fancy cars, fancy clothes. Yep. That, yep. The car says a lot about the person. I'm super excited that you're on the show. I know you're a very busy guy, and you're taking our time tonight to really talk with us. You know, I owe you, I owe you that, Will. <laughs> <laughs> so, listen, the key thing for us has been to be able to control every single aspect of the build. And Will was talking about how we own the block. We've built on that we've built on adding paint adding a custom shop adding a cnc machine we've built on that and that's allowed us to control the whole process of the car from the moment you take it apart to the moment it goes into paint to the moment that you go and lower it at our suspension shop to the moment you align it those are all aspects that we control every single one a lot of shops don't have that a lot of shops got to take things apart put them in a truck take them to john and the body shop over there in hialeah 
get get a paint and hold it up, go back, pick it up, bring it over, put it together. You said highly, bring it here, bring it there. Holy shit! Now you making me laugh. Yo, you was like, yo, bring it here, bring it there. We've all been through it. Time. Yeah, that's that is crazy. No, it's like people been through it. The one thing I wanted to say that yeah. it's good that you educate. Uh, a lot of the customers don't realize what it really takes and what what amount of work and man hours and you know getting the parts and putting everything together it, like really takes. They think that you drop the car off and then like it just happens for uh-huh. some reason. So it's like good to it like. It doesn't. It don't work like. I know. It doesn't work that way at all. Like, yeah. You know, ordering product. There, there's product delays. You know, it, it, when you go to you know sometimes you put something together and there's one little piece that that that's damaged and that little piece causes everything to just be a mission. Uh, that's a big part of this huh? this whole industry is that. Yeah, parts this, is this, a this, big this thing. Whole. I mean, because at the end of the day, huge. labor is huge. huge. Labor is huge. It's huge. But your parts guy, if but you're he doesn't, limited. Labor, yeah. you're limited to, to what you can do because if you don't have the parts, you can't work. No, the guys are just you know, standing around. Yeah. And guess what? What does that mean, Julio? You're just paying people hanging around. That's it. Everybody's just talking yeah. to one another about what's going on the yeah. next day. Or what was that, you know, going on at the beach? <laughs> <laughs> or who went to live? Or who did this? <laughs> Yo, who did nah, that? I don't have it in my shop, though, Will. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was at your no, shop. I know. Like Yo, Julio, everybody yeah, is I'm working. That- time, bro. I don't have it. I got way too much work for it. <laughs> if the parts aren't available, I'll have one of my fabricators make it. Uh, <laughs> you got to do that. Nice. Yo, it's you, true. You're not, I'm not kidding you. That's why, that's why it's awesome to have the shop the way we have it, where we have two paint booths, two teams. I got one team for the body shop. I got a, a whole building just for frame framework and alignment work. I got he a whole does. building just for custom work. This I got another real building shit. with another body shop, another paint booth, and another team specifically for the custom shop. Mm. So there's so much stuff going on at the same time that, you know, if this guy can't do it, then, hey, send it to the shop over there. They'll, they'll get it done because there's a gap. They're waiting for some parts to dry. There's always a way. You just got to be, you know, on top of it, and, and you figure it out. That's but cool. Those things, clients don't see that. When right. you when you make those kind of maneuvers for them, they don't see it, you know? And sometimes you don't get any kind of credit for it. Monetary or even, you know, like a thank you or, bro, you did a great job or, you know, because that's another thing. You know, that's tough to get too, Will. No, Somebody, well, wow, well yeah, my yeah. God, yeah, I, I, yeah, and you must, as an owner, you probably, like, I got to say, man, I don't want to put it out there like that, but it's true, like, I just feel like the team goes really hard, and I'm sure your team goes very hard, and they yeah. they build a beautiful vehicle, and and we drop it off at one o'clock in the morning or eleven o'clock at night. It's never at a very decent hour, <laughs> never, yeah. usually, but it's always at a, at a wild time when they want it, and the team never gets they they don't get that that super compensation that they really deserve. And it doesn't have to be as far as uh, money or anything like that. It's just I, I feel that that always gets forgotten for some reason. Um, sometimes. Yeah, not I all mean, the time. Not all the time. But I just no, feel. No, not all the time. But, you know, the, the other thing, too, is as a business owner, you're, you're, you're not just, you know, you're not just a, a car designer or you're not just a business. You're also a psychologist. Oh. You know, <laughs> I'm a guidance counselor, yeah. bro. Yeah. I'm a psychologist, oh guidance counselor, all that shit. The personalities, forget you know, about it. People that don't express when they're happy, they just don't say nothing. You know, they smirk, and maybe inside they're like, "Wow," but they don't right. know how to show it. Oh uh, yeah, so, yeah. You know, that that that's part <laughs> of it. We've seen all that. You know? 
No, nah, Julio, I got the masters in that. Yeah, I got a, I got a PhD in that in that psychology. I already could tell if the guy's upset. Oh, bro. You got to have psychology with the clients, even with your own employees. Right. You know, I could just like read the, off the language. You got, I got thirty four guys at the shop. You know oh, how many different God. attitudes? How many different uh, 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 horoscope signs? <laughs> 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 how many different religions? Medina. Oh, you know, like, you hearing this, Medina? Oh, oh, Julio. That's my area Yo. of expertise, man. Anytime you need to know anything about any of your guys' astrological signs, what house, yeah. what moon their house is in, just give me a call, man. I can straighten that all out for you. <laughs> yeah, nice. these, these last couple of days have been good because it's been a full moon, so I'm sure you've been. <laughs> <laughs> Am I right or wrong? No, no it has. No, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. You tell me. No, I'm opposite over here. Act a little crazy, to say. Right? Come on. I'm, I, I, you see, you see me all right on social media. See how many tattoos I have. Um, yeah, I, 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 I got a I got a tattoo for every single religion. Nice. <laughs> I'll be you. Next time you guys see me, keep it. A, I got a Jewish star on my left ankle. I got a I got a cross on my shoulder. So you don't I discriminate. Of, I got a, a, <laughs> an ohm on my on the front of my leg. I mean, this is you know, it's just it, it be, you become like I said a psychologist. Yo. You got to know about religions. You got to know about everything. Unique Radio is powered by Oracle. Oracle has a product range where you will find many of the top brands encountered in the target industries of graphic film, reflective sheetings, and industrial purpose adhesive tapes. Visit willcastro.com and click on the Oracle banner to get a sample card with the newest unique colors by Will Castro. The Oracle brands are known and trusted in the industry for their consistent high quality, backed up by years of industry experience. Top customer service and excellence in meeting market requirements. Visit them on the web at orifolrestyling.com. So I hope everybody is locked in and love the part one of this interview. You want to make sure you tune in next week to the rest of this interview where Julio from MC Customs down in Miami discusses on how he works with a new client. You do not want to miss this. When you do that first call and that, and that client lets you do what you want, and he, he trusts you, and he just, he's not on that all, but you know, how much am I gonna spend? And you know, he's just like, yo, that's what I want, build it. Me and my man Julio, MC Custom is down in Miami. Next week, we discuss about biz, we get into his family life, we get into some personal stuff, and we just wanna talk about Miami. You don't wanna miss this. So stay tuned, and thank you for listening this week to Unique Radio. We out. Unique Radio is a production of Willpower Films, executive produced by Will Castro, with senior producer Medina Parwana, technical producer Ricky Bonet, producer engineer Jim Bibby, with original music by DJ Bobby Castro, courtesy of Willpower Films. You can check out all my updates, everything on my social, on Twitter and Instagram at I am Will Castro. Hey, if you want to stay connected to the show, follow us on your favorite social media accounts at We Unique Radio. Listen to new episodes of Unique Radio every week on SoundCloud. And make sure you subscribe, like, and rate us on iTunes. You can find us at We Unique Radio.